Get ready to explore Stowe, Vermont, a winter wonderland for the whole family. In this episode, we'll dive into the magic of Stowe and all the charming experiences it offers. Episode 147 starts right now. Welcome to the Family Vacationer with Rob and Danny. Rob and Danny. The go-to podcast for families on the move. Welcome, friends. I'm Rob, and this is episode 147 of the Family Vacationer. I hope you and your family are having a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. Today, we're taking a look at beautiful Stowe, Vermont. Stowe was established in 1763, and it's one of the oldest cities in Vermont. Stowe's transformed from a quiet, rural town into a world-renowned tourist destination. At the turn of the 20th century, the Stowe Mountain Resort was established, and skiing became a major draw in the area. In the 1950s, travel to Stowe became much easier with the construction of Interstate 89, and today the city's a year-round destination offering activities such as skiing, snowboarding, hiking, mountain biking, and cultural events. It's become a hub for families and outdoor enthusiasts, boasting a unique blend of modern amenities and a classic New England ambiance. Joining me to talk about Stowe is Jennifer Green. Jennifer is marketing manager for the Stowe Area Association. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Hi, Rob. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So let's talk about Stowe. It's known for its charming holiday ambiance. So what makes this destination so magical for families that visit during the holiday season? Yeah, definitely. Stowe is by definition, sort of the charming mountain town of the East. You know, a lot of people head out West for sort of the the mountain town feel, but Stowe really can provide that ambiance on the East Coast. But then during, during the winter time specifically, and especially around the holiday season, you know, the, the decorations come out around town, you got the lights, and then we're all kind of waiting to see when the snow is going to fall. And even if the snow hasn't quite hit yet, the decorations and the lights really just sort of transform it into this Hallmark movie type look and feel, or we we call it our, our snow globe or snow globe sometimes. So it's really just turns it into another world. And then when you add the snow, that's just like the cherry on top. So that really adds the magic around the holiday time. Well, let's talk about the event calendar. Can you talk about some of the, the holiday events that occur during this part of the calendar? Yeah, so we always have a ton of events like throughout the entire year. We have a lot that come on um, for the winter time and for the holiday time. More get added as like the holiday gets closer because you know some people do like a one-off like cookie decorating event or something like that. So if you're if you do come, like make sure to check regularly at, like leading up to to the trip. Um, but a couple of the big signature events, we do um, a traditional Christmas in Stowe, which is always a little bit earlier in December. Um, this year, it's December 1st to the 3rd. And the reason that it's so early is because they combine with um, like the tree lighting and they do like a big lighting ceremony throughout the town. So that's kind of the kickoff to the holiday season. And then um Spruce Peak, like up at the village at Spruce Peak, which is right um, near Mount Mansfield, they do the Spruce Peak Lights Festival. Um, this year, that's on December 16th. And um, that's just like a really fun event. Um, they have their outdoor skating rink and they have like a little performance from some ice dancers and that's sort of their formal tree lighting. Um, and that's just a really magical like setting in general. And it's a big part of our, our winter community. So they do 
um, that fun event. And then I think they also do a similar event to that on New Year's Eve. So if you're around at that time as well, that's always fun to attend. And then not before the holiday, it's in um, January, but it's one of our signature events and it happens every year. Um, it's actually celebrating its 50th anniversary this year and that's the Stowe Winter Carnival. That's happening on um, January 18th through the 20th. So it's a little bit after the holidays, um, but that's a really fun community event. There's an ice carving competition. So there's lots of talented people around making really intricate ice carvings all throughout the town. And you can kind of travel around and see all of those. So it's really, really fun. Well, I know skiing is one of the winter activities that, that's available for families during the holiday season. Can you talk about some others? You, you mentioned uh, ice skating, I think. Yeah, definitely. So obviously up at um, Stowe Mountain Resort and then the village at Spruce Peak, those are connected by um, a gondola. So even if you're up there and you're not spending time on the mountain, you can ride the gondola across between the two and just kind of see all the action that's going on. Um, but Spruce Peak has their outdoor ice rink, which is really fun. Even if, um, if you have little ones that maybe aren't so adventurous in terms of recreation, it's really nice to just go up there and walk around. Um, they have lots of little um, like food truck type things and you could get a hot chocolate and kind of watch the people come down the mountain or sit um, by the fire and watch people ice skate. So it's really kind of a fun event, even if you're not participating on the mountain activities. Um, but outside of that, one of my personal favorites is the sleigh rides up at Trap Family Lodge. That's just super fun and kind of very unique to to that one spot. So head up towards the Trap Family Lodge. They have beautiful views anyway, even if you're not um, interested in the sleigh ride. But I just think that that's just sort of a classic winter, like winter wonderland activity that feels like you're kind of in another world. But that's definitely a good spot to be if you wanna just see the, the rolling views of the mountains too. Um, sledding and tubing. We also get a lot of families that come in around this time and say, is there anywhere to go sledding around here? And actually back behind the elementary school is a really just, that's the most popular hill in town. And there's a couple of um, good shops on Main Street or equipment rental places that you could families can either like buy a, a cheaper plastic sled or rent, rent a sled or a tube if they want to do that for the day. Um, so that's really popular. And then um, the cross-country skiing snowshoeing, again, it's like maybe if you don't, if people aren't ready to sort of venture to the, the downhill quite yet, it's a little easier to go at your own pace. And so there's a couple right. spots um, around town, the Stowe Recreation Path, which is like a, it's, um, five miles and it goes from Main Street all the way up Mountain Road. So um, that is really a nice spot where families could just sort of get on and see see the town and see the view and have a little bit of recreation um, as well. Or again, back up at Trap Family Lodge where they have the sleigh rides. They have a really, really nice world renowned like outdoor center with really nice cross country trails um, if, for people that are either a little more experienced, but people can also try them out um, as well. Sounds amazing. Uh, are there any specific places around Stowe that, that families can take those those beautiful ham, uh, family photos to, to capture that festive spirit? Yeah, I think a couple that I've already mentioned was um, the Spruce Peak Village and Trap Family Lodge. Those are two places that are um, popular. You probably run into, I mean, you will run into a lot of people at Trap Family Lodge, but they just ha they have so much space that it's kind of easy to kind of go find a little pocket of your own scenery and take some pictures. Um, so that's a good recommendation. 
the village is nice because again they kind of have the space but there there will be people around for sure um main street and stowe is one of my personal favorites because like i said they i mean the decorations change as the seasons change so there's decorations kind of throughout the year but um the ones that at, at around the holiday time are just, you know, it's just, they're there. Those are the best for sure. <laughs> so I always say that, but again, that's probably the trickiest in terms of, in terms of people, if you're trying to find a, a quiet spot to just get some family photos. Um, but then walking distance from main street, there's a, a pretty famous overlook that gets the classic, like I'm sure if you Google Stowe, you see the photo of the the big white church from a from afar and the beautiful scenery. So that overlook is walking distance from Main Street, and um, really the only time that it gets unbearably busy is during fall foliage season. So during the winter, families can definitely sneak up there. It's right by. It is um, technically like a commercial parking lot, so there are a couple businesses mm. um, there. There's a cute little um, like Vermont gifts shop there called Tangerine and Olive. That's generally where we point people to go and then you see the beautiful scenery so that's always a, a favorite spot as well i'll have to confess i i was told the leaves changing in new england is amazing i thought how awesome could it be and i was up there for for work and <laughs> it's breathtaking it is it's hard to describe if you've never seen it but just the amount of color and the the variation of colors it's it really is breathtaking. Yeah. Let's talk about um, Stowe's heritage and culture. How do how does the city embrace that during the holidays? And are there any cultural experiences that families should participate in in the holidays and maybe even past the holidays? Yeah, definitely. I think that I mean, Vermont's always been known as sort of the the quiet, quiet, hardworking type of state, and you know the. Um, Farmers have always been at the at the forefront of what makes Vermont Vermont, and then also, of course, maple syrup. <laughs> that is a big big question that we get, um, and everyone <laughs> either wants to see maple the process of making ma maple syrup, which doesn't happen until the spring time because it's kind it's all about the the cold temperatures and the warm temperatures and when they kind of meet at the perfect science. Um, luckily, that's not my job to figure out the science, but there's lots of talented right. people here that know know the science behind it. Um, so that happens in the spring, but there are a lot of maple sugar houses that people can visit all year round um, to purchase different maple products or maple sweets, which is always my favorite. But a classic Vermont thing is called sugar on snow. And it's essentially where um, you pour maple syrup onto uh, snow and you have a popsicle stick basically. And it forms kind of like between, not quite a hard candy and not quite a taffy. It's kind of in between that. And you just lick off the popsicle stick. And that that is probably a classic um, winter tradition in, in Vermont. So regardless of sometimes they, they'll do it up at the mountain as well it doesn't have to be at a maple sugar house but you'll generally find it if you visit a maple sugar house when you're here and it is quite addicting it is very delicious so that is always a fun it sounds interesting yeah i'm curious the consistency you said it was cross between like somewhere between taffy and and hard candy yeah that's, it's that's not quite it's not as hard as a hard candy but it becomes more of a solid than you would probably think 
Um, so it's just kind of a little bit of a thicker consistency and then you just sort of lick it off the, the popsicle stick. And like I said, I, I try not to go too many times cause then I'm like, how many of these can I eat until I'm like really, really hyped up on, on maple syrup. But that's always, that's always like a classic that, um, we'll recommend to folks. And then another thing that's kind of fun that could be a good option too for family photos. I It's always tough to whether to recommend if people are staying here over the holidays. Cause I always say, I'm like, if you are and you're trying to bring a tree, <laughs> make sure you check with your accommodations first. So we, oh. we do tell people that of if you do want to have a tree while you're here, make sure you check with whoever you're staying with, if that's okay. But a big part of um, living in Vermont. And I, I mean, I've done it every year as well as cutting down your own Christmas tree. Mm. Um, so, or visiting a tree farm in general, even if you don't plan to, to cut, um, a tree, it can be a fun place to visit. A lot of the ones around here will also maybe have like a little shop that has some Vermont products there. And just, you get to kind of see, sometimes they might have treats too, like whether it's, hot apple cider or something like that. So that's always a recommendation that's fun and can have some fun photos along with it, even if you don't cut a tree, but that's kind of um, a big tradition here. And I think we do get a few, maybe not too, too many of people that can drive here that might come for the weekend, do some other things, and then they might cut down a tree before they head home to wherever they're from within a couple hour radius. So that's always nice. Love the smell of a freshly cut Christmas tree. There's just nothing like right. that. <laughs> well, let's talk uh, family-friendly accommodations. Now, you've mentioned several times the Trap Family Lodge. I'm very interested in that. Uh, my wife and my daughter love the sound of music. Yeah, definitely. So the Trap Family Lodge is just definitely a unique little piece of history in Stowe and it's always fun um, visiting up there like even when I'm up in the area for work um, that's always it's always a blast and they they have a lot of interesting experiences especially if you do have young kids like they have um, they have cows on their property and they do like a meet the cows tour they do a meet the sheep tour um, and there's just a lot of different experiences. It's kind of one of those places where you could go up there and really just stay up there. Not that many people do because everyone wants to, to venture out, but it is one of those that they do have a lot of amenities um, for folks to just be up there. They have a cafe house um, for breakfast. So people, even if they're not staying there, might venture up there for some of the, the restaurants on site. So that's always a fun option and, and like you said of people who are interested in in the history of the von trapp family they do a history tour as well so that they just have a lot of um offerings as far as tours and amenities um but some other family friendly accommodations really the good thing is is that i don't i can't think of like one where i'm like oh i wouldn't recommend a family stay there like we have a lot of accommodations that really are willing to accommodate anyone, including families. But a couple that come to mind, um, Katie Hill Lodge, which is a newly renovated property. If people are trying to look it up, Katie is spelled C-A-D-Y. Um, it's based on the trail system that's located right behind um, the property. But that's a really fun um, place that's geared towards families it is um outside entrances so it's not one building where you enter and then all the rooms are inside 
Um, but I was just there recently and the rooms are just really decorated in a fun way that make you feel like you're at home um, in Vermont. So that's always fun. And they have um, in their main office, like where check-in is, they do have a game room that is obviously geared towards families. They um, they do have an indoor pool. I don't want to say for certain that it's finished because I know that they were renovating it the last time that I was there, but I w- would say that it's probably done um, at this point. Um, but they also have like some unique, um, this is kind of the, the theme and style right now, is get, having some unique room layouts that I think are really interesting for, for families. Like one of them that I love that I think could be good for a wide um, variety of people is they have two double beds that are back to back. And then they have almost like a higher, it doesn't go all the way to the ceiling, but it comes up pretty high to divide them. So you can still have the four people in the room, but there's still like an element of privacy, which is nice. Um, Sun and Ski Inn and Suites is also another um, property that comes to mind immediately for families. They also have some unique uh, room layouts, like a couple of ones that have a loft with two single beds, which I'm like, if I was a kid, I mean, even as an adult, I would love to stay in a, in a loft in a single bed, but definitely if you have um, a family, I think it would just be so much fun. Um, they also have an indoor pool. And what's really cool is that Stow Bowl, which is like a small boutique bowling alley geared towards kids and adults, is located on the property. So that's really fun because it's an indoor family activity. Um, they have a really good menu and they have a full bar for, for parents to enjoy. So it's like a fun little extra and in the summertime they have a um, mini golf course like on the property too um, but I don't know if in, in winter that's what people are looking for so um, but that's definitely a fun right maybe for the real brave but no <laughs> um yeah but really there's tons of um it really depends on what people are looking for. Like, even if you want more of like a bed and breakfast style, you know, the Brass Lantern Inn is a really fun, small property that would definitely be great for a family. They have amazing like gourmet breakfast every morning that I'm like, I know I'm not staying here, but could I come enjoy as well? But so it's definitely more of a, I'm living in a, in a home, but I, has all the amenities that people can look for and it also has a great view of Mount Mansfield so it really just depends on what people are looking for but those are just some of my favorites when it comes to thinking for families yes yes we have and we have a couple of folks that will um because we'll do some bookings through our um through our like visitor center website through Ghosto. And so we even have access to some of those rental properties. Um, Cause in addition to, you know, Airbnb, in addition to all of the um, places that people are used to going, like we actually have a couple of businesses that are like short-term rental based. Um, so there's tons of options and for all price ranges too. Like if you really want close to the mountain, if you want close to downtown, really um, can customize what what you need while you're here. Well, let's talk food. I love talking about food on the family vacationer. So what are some of the best dining options for families 
um, you know, during the holidays for maybe holiday theme meals or just beyond, what are, what are the best places to eat in Stowe for families? Yeah, that is, I mean, I was like trying to jot some things down. And I was like, I need to like shorten it up because there are so <laughs> many options. And similar to the hotels, there's really not too many that I'm like, ooh, I, I wouldn't yeah. go there as a family or like, ooh, I wouldn't. Even some of the places that are considered more fine dining cater to children, accommodate children, everything is, everyone is welcome. And so I think that that's really helpful to know, obviously, if people want a romantic dinner, or you don't want to bring like, that's totally fine, too. But I always think it's nice that there's not really somewhere that it's like, ooh, I don't know if we can (laughs) go and enjoy as a family. So that's really beneficial. Um, One place that I love, it's, it's kind of personal to me, because I would always go there with my family is Picasso, um family pizzeria obviously they do super unique pizzas any type of pizza that you want you can get there and then but they also do have burgers and other options um if people aren't interested in pizza they've been in their same spot for a very long time like i said i used my parents used to take me (laughs) me there as a child so that was always a fun like if i went to camp in stowe they would come pick me up and we would go to Picasso. So that's always yes. kind of a, a place for me. Um, the skinny pancake, I think is a really fun, unique option. It's, it's, it is a chain, but it's a Vermont local chain. So it's okay. just got a couple, it's got multiple locations in Vermont. And I think they might have one or two, like just on the other side of Lake Champlain in New York, but it is, it is local to Vermont. Um, and they do sweet and savory crepes, which is kind of fun and different than what people normally get. Um, but they also do have options like burgers, salads. Um, I think they have some, some kitty options as well, which is nice. Um, so that is definitely a unique sort of different other than what you might get at home. Um, and then the bench is another one that comes to mind. Um, they do like wood fired, um, wood fired food, which I, I also (laughs) love. And they have a very diverse menu of all the comfort favorites. And so I think they do have a kid specific menu as well, but even if they, even if they didn't, I think their regular menu, you'd be hard pressed to find, like if you didn't have an adventurous eater, you'd be hard pressed to find something that someone didn't like on that menu. Cause they kind of, they check all the, the comfort food bases, which is right. nice. Um, I think that there are a couple places that you might be able to get a holiday meal. I think the trap family lodge, again, um, I think that they do either like a Christmas dinner um, and that's probably the t- first one that comes to mind. So I don't want, I don't want to call out anyone else just in case they don't, but I do know that they do more of like a holiday right. themed meal. And then the only other thing that, again, I could talk about food all day. So yeah, I'm just going to get them in really quick. <laughs> but um, even, I think one thing that I love, again, kind of going to the the bowling alley that caters to both adults and kids is that, you know, Vermont has, the most like brewery my uh, craft breweries per capita it's a huge thing um in vermont is our we love our craft beer we love like craft cider is popping up more and more so all the breweries cideries distilleries like we love that we get a huge draw of people that want that when they come and 
I've, I'm not going to say all, cause there are some that don't serve food, but a lot of them do. Um, so if that's like a must, I would just check ahead before, before you go to make sure that places, um, serve food. But I would say that most have at least some snacks, but something that I think is pretty cool, at least for ones in our area, if they do serve food, they, a lot of them have kid focused, um, or a kid specific menu, which is really nice because I think it just, it's like, yeah, obviously the, the parents might want to go and, and enjoy a, a flight of beer, even just one beer. And, you know, you want to be able to have something for the kids too. So like two of those is, um, Stowe cider, which is a hard cider place. Um, they have at their on location, a uh, shakedown street barbecue. So they have like a little barbecue menu and they've got some good, uh, kid options and they have a full, uh, kids menu as well. And then again, at, up at, um, Trap Family Lodge. It's, it's a little bit further down from the lodge, but it's right. still in the same uh, general direction. But they have the Von Trap Brewery and Beer Hall. So it's sort of Austrian decorated mm. themed, pretty cool. And they have a nice outdoor patio space, which is tough in the winter, but they have a nice fire pit. So that's a popular like après ski spot as well. But they also have a kid's menu. Okay. Um, so if people are looking to enjoy the adult beverage that they can also find something where, where kids are welcome and can have options as well. Okay. Okay. Let, let's talk about, uh, the slopes, skiing, snowboarding. Are there kid friendly slopes and ski schools available for, you know, families that are visiting with kids or, you know, some of us adults I've, I've gone skiing once in my life. So I would, I would need the ski school. Are there ski schools available? Yes, they Stowe Mountain Resort has one of the best ski schools. Yes, I might be biased, but I I've heard that from other people too. So I'm going to say that I'm not. Um, but they have one of the best ski schools. Um, and they have both adult and um, kid options. Um, I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but it's kind of helpful in terms of learning to ski is that what's cool about um, the mountain up in Stowe is that, you know, Stone Mountain Resort, Mount Mansfield, you know, you have the Mansfield side. And if you park over there, you, you can take that over easy gondola that I mentioned before to Spruce Peak. And Spruce Peak is kind of see, like I know a lot of the lessons and stuff start on um, the Spruce Peak side, mm -hmm. um, just because it's a little bit smaller. Um, and I think they have like easier runs on that side. And so I think at least just what I've heard from, from secondhand is that sometimes lessons will start on that side until you get a little comfortable and then you can like grad, you can graduate to the, to the larger mountain, which I think is always fun to kind of see the progress. Um, so it's just nice that it has, um, friendly options to where it can be a little less intimidating because it can be intimidating and we know that, but like I said, the ski school has been so great. Um, as far as helping people get into it and, you know, overcoming that, that barrier, but, um, ski lessons for kids, I believe are ages three to 14. Okay. And then there's also snowboard lessons, um, which are five to 14. So a little bit older on the snowboard side. Um, but both of those are available. And then they also offer for, for older, older kids, um, and adults as well. Yes, I would. I would absolutely need those. So uh, that's great. Um, let's talk about indoor activities. I know you know it's it's kind of counterintuitive when you're going to a place like Stowe to think about 
indoor activities, but I'm sure, especially during the holidays, there's plenty of indoor things going on. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. I think um, just to throw them out again, the Stow Bowl, that bowling alley is a really popular indoor activity um, and good for for all ages and all uh, families. Um, up at the mountain, they have Stow Rocks, which is like an indoor climbing facility. Um, sometimes their hours change. So I always just recommend people either like if that's something that you're really interested in or want to know more, either just look up about whether it's reservations or just the hours in general. Right. Um, but that's a really fun, popular activity. And, and it's also kind of right off um, the, where the main village, where the ice skating rink is. It's right there. Um, so it's not like it's hard to get to or hard to find. Um, so those are, are two really popular activities. I know it's winter time, but we are, um, you to drive right past the Ben and Jerry's factory to mm. get to, uh, to get to Stowe. And it that is, is never too cold for ice cream. Never too cold. <laughs> and that's what everyone says. And, um, people can go there at, you can take the tour, um, which I, I mean, I did that a couple months ago and I'm, I must've done the tour like 10 times, maybe more <laughs> right now. And I still do it. I still have fun every single time. So that's always great to, to see the, the inside operation, which is nice, and then get an ice cream. And even if you're in the car with the heat on before right. or after, like that, that's fine. So that's a very popular spot. Um, also pretty close to the Ben & Jerry's factory is um, Cold Hollow Cider Mill. And that's kind of, it's, it's an indoor, um, but it's also, you can see some stuff outdoors as well. But that is um, fresh apple cider apple cider donuts they have a lot of great like vermont uh gift products and a lot of local vermont stuff there and it's always fun to just visit the the location they also have um hard cider and some food items as well so it, it's just kind of a nice spot to to visit that's definitely a good indoor activity as well um depending on uh ages um we do have a really fun toy store that i was also just at recently i feel like i've been out and about more <laughs> recently i was like oh all these years. um but once upon a time toys is always a fun like even if even if you're not going into obviously it's probably hard to come out of there without buying something but even just to go uh walk around and look and meet meet the friendly people that that work there they're great um, so that's a really fun spot to, to bring kids. And then, um, we do have, it's, it's tough. Cause I know I say like, oh, like museums and galleries. Cause sometimes with kids, like, oh, I don't know if we, <laughs> if we can do that, but yep. we do have a really great little network of museums and galleries in the area that would, that welcome families all the time. They have like a, interesting collections. One of them, the current is in, um, a really nice historic building that um, is in the same building as the Memorial Library. So that's kind of a fun activity um, to go there as well um, with kids. And then the Vermont Ski and Snowboard Museum is also really fun and interactive. And people can, like, again, even if you went and tried the mountain or if you went and looked at the mountain, then you can kind of come see the history of the mountain at the um, Ski and Snowboard Museum. And that's right on the on the main drag. Awesome. 
Let's step outside of the holidays just just for a moment here and talk about your event calendar at large. What are some events and festivals that families would in, enjoy in Stowe? Yeah, I had fun with this one because I was like, "Ooh, what am I going to pick? Like, there's there's so many. Um, the top one I feel like for families would be the Vermont Pumpkin Chuckin' Festival. All right. <laughs> and that is, that is exactly, I mean, I guess it might not be exactly how it sounds, but it <laughs> is essentially catapulting pumpkins at large distances. And it's very unique and very kind of fun to just even if you're like i don't know if i would ever be interested in this it's just kind of fun to experience at some point in your life so that's a big one yeah um and that um i want to say that that's normally like the first weekend of october okay um i think it was at least i think it was the first weekend of october this year um so that's generally around the time frame of that um Another kind of unique one is the the Renaissance Fair. Um, I know that that's not always like on, it doesn't always come to people's mind when they think events, but that's probably one of our largest events every year. And it happens in June and it's just a really fun event. And like, in addition to all of what you expect when you think of a Renaissance Fair, like you do still get a lot of like local artisan uh craft people that go so it's it is larger than just sort of the renaissance fair that you think of but it's you do get kind of that local flavor as well which is really nice um if the renaissance fair piece isn't necessarily for you Mm -hmm. the stove foliage arts festival um which happens later in the year it happens um generally in october but that those dates um change so i would just check ahead um once they're announced next year or whichever year you're looking to visit um but that is like fully local artisan uh crafts uh food and beverage like it's just a lot of you know think of a farmer's market that's just really really expanded and speaking of farmers markets we also do have a great farmers market um that runs from may to october um it's usually i don't know if it's may 1st but it usually is like sometime in may and it usually goes till the end of october um so that's always a really nice thing and that's every sunday um, so if you're here at any point during that time and you are here on Sunday, it's Sunday morning. So even if you're scooting out of town uh, later on Sunday, you can mm-hmm. make that. And that's always a fun time as well. You know, shopping is a very important part when you're on vacation. You've mentioned some of the places that are good to shop for the truly local gifts that you might find. But can you call out some other ones in Stowe that, that families might want to, to spend time in? Definitely. Yeah. So it's, it's always tough. Cause we don't, we don't have like an outdoor, like an outdoor uh, craft market just cause the weather, the weather sometimes gets a little yeah. too cold, but that being <laughs> said, we have so many great local businesses and some of the local business owners are just like the best people to interact with, like during your time here. So that's why I'm always mm. like, make sure to to pop in and out. Luckily, I we always tell people that Stowe is shaped like a big T, like a big capital T. So it's pretty easy to explore the main street yeah. and then Mountain Road, and there those are where most of the businesses are located. Um, 
on Main Street, some of the the classics that you wouldn't you wouldn't miss even if I wasn't telling you or uh, Stowe Mercantile. Um, there's a big red building on Main Street, and that's sort of a lot of Vermont gifts, uh, your souvenirs, some artisan products as well. Um, and they have a lot of Vermont like cheeses and maple syrups, and they have a cute little like penny candy set up in there as well. So it's just a really fun um, country store vibes in there. And uh, everyone goes in there pretty much anyway, because it's the big red building on Main Street. And then <laughs> right next door is also Shaw's General Store. It's one of the most famous people always say, oh, we love Shaw's. We go there. And that's for your, your postcards, your souvenirs um and all that good stuff um country store on maine is a little bit different in the sense that it's not not necessarily the same souvenirs but it's also just a really cute country store with a lot of great gifts in there um mm -hmm. remarkable things is a really unique they have like a wide variety of gifts from like handcrafted jewelry to some cute little like illustrations or paintings to um, just other gifts that you might not find elsewhere. So that's, and that's walking distance from, from the main street. So that's always a good one um, to pop in. Um, and then all along mountain road too, there's just so many, I know I mentioned tangerine and olive um, at the beginning. Right. Um, Still living is, it's tough because um, there's a lot of places too that have both like, um, where the locals shop at, but then they also have a lot of really unique sort of Vermont products. So that's what it's like. Stowe Living is a great place to pop into as well. Um, so that's always fun. Well, before I get you out of here, let's let's put you on the spot. What are your favorite places to go in Stowe, both during the holidays and just otherwise? Yeah, that's a really great question. During the hall, I. And I'm going to give you another answer, but the village is one of my favorites. The Spruce Peak Village is one of my favorites during the holidays. I, I like to just go skate on, on the ice rink and just, I mean, it doesn't get more holiday-y than that. Um, but one thing I haven't mentioned that actually is one of my favorites as well is covered bridges. Vermont okay. is, that is a classic Vermont piece of history. And there's three covered bridges in Stowe. Um, Emily's Bridge is probably the most famous, um, which is the closest to downtown. And then there's another one at the end of the Stowe Recreation Path, which would be a nice place to also take um, family photos. So that's a good one because mm. you can kind of, since it's the end of the rec path, there's a nice parking lot and you can get out and explore the covered bridge. Um, and then there's another one um, that's a little north of town um, in Sterling Valley. That's a big red covered bridge. And so that's kind of uh, one of my favorite things to do, like especially if I'm going out to to take pictures for for my job because I get to have fun in my job. Those are those are some of my favorite spots to go because it's just a unique um, it's a unique New England piece of history. But the fact that we mm -hmm. have three very different ones um, is really fun. And sometimes people will come to Vermont and want to see as many covered bridges as they can see. And I always like to tell people, I'm like, Stowe's a great home base because you get to see our three. And then if you wanted to go here and see this one, like there's lots of options. And I know that, that might not necessarily be as family friendly to if you're traveling to see covered bridges, but I think at least when you're in town, if you stop and see one with your family, I mean, I'm always in awe of 
you know, walking through the the old covered structure. And then I think when you're you're a kid, it's just it's so much more grand and and different than what you might experience back home. So that's definitely one of my my favorite things to do and a piece of piece of Vermont history. Well, for more information on visiting Stowe, consult your travel agent and visit gostow.com. Jennifer, thanks so much for taking the time to come on the show and have a happy holiday. Thank you so much, Rob. You do the same. Hey everyone, if you're ready to plan your next family vacation, call my dad. He would love to help you as a certified travel agent. He never charges a fee to help you plan your vacation. Email him at rjones at starstufftravel.com. Get started planning your vacation today. That does it for this week's show and also wraps up this year's look at holiday destinations for 2023. Join us next week as we check in with Danny and hear all about his visit to the Grand Canyon. Till next time. Thank you for listening to the Family Vacationer. Make sure and subscribe to hear more of Rob and Danny.